This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. Follow me on Twitter at Conspiracy Force. Let's get started. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Episode 18, MAGA Galaxy, Inc. All right, welcome to another episode of A Conspiracy in the Force. This is Conspiracy Kyle, and on episode 18 here, we have a very special guest. Um, you may have seen him on Twitter. You may have heard him on the Deplorable Nation podcast with Deplorable Janet and Matt, but I have a on the line with me Gabriel, and you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at MAGA Country, Inc. Gabriel, how are you doing tonight? Good. Another day in uh, California, man. <laughs> so, are you, you're 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 in LA, correct? Uh, LA County. I'm about uh, twenty miles outside of it. Okay. Outside of the city. Okay. So, so how's how how are things looking up there? The past few days. Uh, about the same. We got some fires going on. Some allergies have been kind of bugging me. You know, you see all the the smoke like the second you you walk out of the house, there's just like big clouds in the sky. But yeah, so you got lots of crazy fires going on. Do they know what's what's happening or? Uh, honestly, I don't, I'm not even sure, man, because I, I don't watch TV anymore. I don't see it in the news. The only thing that I saw was that uh, we got a park called Galster Park over here in uh, Covina, and that park, uh, everybody in the area knows it's haunted. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. So, like, I just saw it on, on Twitter. It's like Galster Park went up. I was like, dude, haunted park on a fire? That's not weird. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, definitely not not a coincidence there. No. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no satanic rituals going on there or anything. Right. Well, at least maybe not anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, right. so hey, you know, um, yeah, why I wanted to have you on is, you know, um, I kind of put it out to Twitter the other day. You know, this is something that I think has been affecting everybody quite a bit is, you know, with with everything going on this year, you know, it, it's really there's two sides. Right. So, you know, people that have been taking, you know, the Trump side or, you know, as we kind of call it, you know, more like the truth mo movement kind of side. Um, have been taking one position. A lot of other people have been taking another position. And it, it seems that, you know, people on the left right now, it's 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 far left. It's far, far, far left. So I know a lot of people, you know, including yourself, have, you know, had falling outs with people, you know, family, friends, et cetera. So I kind of wanted to get on to um, to talk a little bit about kind of what you what you've dealt with, you know, with, you know, different family and friends relationships, things like that. Yeah, man, that's just um this is part of the deal, bro. Like we all go through it. Every everybody I know who's become a, a Trump supporter, like we all, it's just, it's just part of the thing, dude. Like we get to deal with that crap today. Um, but for me, I mean, like the most um, like major one in my life, my sister, dude. And I'm not gonna like air out like a lot of you know family drama or anything. But just, I never had any kind of like conflict with her ever in my life until I started like not even not even when I started supporting Trump. Just when I started questioning why they thought what he was doing was bad. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just like the weirdest thing, man. Like, um, 
Oh, she she posted something one time about like how the the it was from the, the NAACP and they're saying that um that you're more likely to get struck by lightning than uh, to experience uh, voter fraud. <laughs> and I posted, I was like, that, I, I posted like that's a bullshit statistic. How are they calculating that? Are they basing that on your odds of getting hit by lightning 365 days out of the year, or just the you know the, the one day of the election? I mean, what are you talking about? Right, right. That that's and, called that's called using, right, that's right, called using like, numbers. It, yeah. <laughs> It's a bullshit stat, man. It's not even a real stat. But then, like, immediately it's like, oh, I like how, you, how you're calling NAACP out on bullshit, but you're not calling out Trump on the bullshit master, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, years later, now it's like, yeah, we can see that there is voter fraud and stuff. It's just like, there's a pattern to it, though, man. Every time they, they get outraged at Trump about something, you just kind of bite your tongue and sit back for a couple of weeks. It ends up being that Trump was right and never failed. Right, right. And, and, and now, you know, the, the crazy thing, you've probably seen this, you know, on, on Twitter and Instagram in the past, past day, you know, since, since Trump's brother passed away. You know, now you see all these people coming out and saying, oh, they took the wrong Trump. They took the wrong Trump. You know, meanwhile, people, you know, th- that stuff is allowed to be out there. But people talking about save the children or, you know, celebrities or pedophiles doing this or that. Those people are getting banned. But people that are literally wishing death upon the president of the United States get to go about their business like usual. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting, man. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I yeah, don't care. Yeah, save the children thing. Go ahead. You know, I don't really have too many, um, I don't have too many, like, lefty friends in my life anymore, really. I've got a couple, you know, on Facebook and stuff. And um, earlier, one of them was posting this a meme about, um, about that kid Cannon that got killed and George Floyd and stuff. They're, they're trying to make the case that, like, you know, that the George Floyd thing was because there wasn't justice or whatever and that. But I posted, um, I posted, like, well, what are you guys doing? Are you, are you trying to get into the solution? Because all those crazy conspiracy theorists are. And I posted that uh, that photo from the, from the protest. Where you got those girls with the BLM sign walking around next to the guys with MAGA hats, you know, in Hollywood, and there's no like violence, nothing, no tension, nothing. And right away, it's just like friends all start going off of me and getting called bootlicker and this and that. Like, you know, but I've been I've been dealing with this crap for about a year, so like I don't even get offended by this anymore. Just kind of like, fucking like yeah, ever, you know? Right, right. And, and you know, and I know, I know you had mentioned, I think on on in one of your pods is like, you know, with with a lot of people, you know, that support Trump, you know, it, it's really. It doesn't matter what race you are, what sexuality, all that stuff. Like, I, I feel like we're all on a really good cohesive team together that, you know, um, we, we support each other. We talk to each other about about things. And um, on the left, you know, they want to bucket everybody into all these different groups, whereas, you know, we see we, we see it completely different that way. You know, that's so true, man. That, that's what's just like so ironic about the whole thing, man, is like, you know, I kind of had like some racist, you know, attitudes and stuff for a lot of years, man. It was hard to, to like deprogram all that stuff once I got out of addiction. And like, it was like it was like a constant like a battle to to get that stuff out of me. And it wasn't until I I got in this maggot thing and I had people from every race just like treat me like a like an equal and you know I treat them the same way. It's like do all that, all that racism crap completely out the window. Like it's just such a non-issue, dude. Right. Right. So. Um, yeah, so going back to kind of this, this thing I put out on Twitter, so I asked everybody kind of, you know, what, what kind of things they've been dealing with? Have they lost people? Have they not lost people? And, you know, of all the responses back, it was about 80% of the people said, you know, they had lost somebody in one way, shape or form, you know, to, you know, variety of reasons, right? You know, like people that they knew that just wouldn't, wouldn't listen to anything they were saying, people that, you know, were being called a Nazi, a conspiracy nut. Um, you know, or, or, or people, you know, just really showing their true colors. You know, I, I, I think, I don't know who said that quote, but it's like, you know, when, when things really get tough, that's when you really see people start to show their true colors, right? Like when everything's fine, you know, people can, you know, act, act, act a different way. But when things really start going down, you really see what people's true character are. And I think that's really happening now. Yeah, 
It is, man. You know what? I, I'm I'm grateful for what my character is revealing itself to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird, man. Like this, this maga thing is just like a, a perfect fit for me, man. Like I went through all like a whole rebellious youth and stuff, but at the same time, I lost that faith in Christ and like my just never, my lifestyle and what my, I really knew was right just never matched up. But now it's like I'm rebelling against all these sick weirdos with my, my maga hat on. But then I'm also living a Christian lifestyle, so like I'm just good on both ends. <laughs> right, right, yeah, and that's and that's the kind of, like the kind of paradox that like the left can't can't understand, right? You you can't you can't support Trump and be a good person at the same time. That just that just doesn't compute in their in their calculator, which is like two buttons, you know, yes or no. You know, it's uh it, it's crazy like that. So um, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, I, I've been getting some feedback from people that you know they they lost some people, and you know, s- some people. Like I, I know, I know you. I can tell from from talking to you and listening to your podcast. You know, you got a you got a really strong will about you. You're able to kind of you know, you know, get through get through all this stuff. You know, losing people, like you know, um, fighting through all these different issues. But you know, what kind of advice would you give to people out there that are kind of struggling with this stuff, right? Like you know, losing you know, a brother or sister or mom or dad or something. Like kind of what would you say to kind of kind of help encourage them to keep going? Well. For me, what I do, man, is like, look, I've been talking to my sister since last November, but I still pray for her every single morning on the way to work. You know, and it just helps me to not, have, like, to not let a resentment creep in. Because I know that, like, all, all that, that tension that, that they are with, with her or with, or with anybody else that's on the other side, like, it's because they've been said a bunch of lies. Just to, like, you know, as annoying as they can get sometimes, it's not, like, entirely on them, you know. Like, I was there, too, at one point, you know, maybe not um, all the way to the left, but, you know, the, a little bit of brainwashed. So you just got to, like, well, I say you got to pray for him and have faith that eventually, when all the truth comes out, that it'll 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 come back. You know, it'll, it'll work itself out. Right. And like it, when David does come to that, um, I say like it's just we're gonna have to find the urge to just want to like, aha! I told you, don't make a victory lap. And stuff. Right. One of them. And we can maybe we rub, you know maybe we could you know joke on him a little bit, but we can't rub it in too hard because I mean they're gonna be doing a lot of, a lot in a few months or however long it can take. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, that, and, and that's the thing I think, too, like, you know, like with, you know, I follow, you know, some of the Q stuff and some of that stuff. And, you know, a lot of people think like this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, you know, for a long time, I think people think that, oh, well, you know, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So, yeah, to your point, is it going to come to a point where, you know, something crazy happens and people just want to rush out and say, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. It's like, well, that's not really it, it's not it's not about any one individual person saying they're right. Right. You know, it's about. It's about us as a nation, about things, of things coming together for, you know, for individual people to take victory laps, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose. And then you're kind of, you know, playing right into their hand. You're, you're, you're giving them right where they expect you to be, you know? Yeah, definitely. That, that appeals to our lower nature, man. Because, you know, if you look at what, every, what all the cute stuff is about, they're constantly quoting the Bible. Right. They're constantly the great awakening. We're all, this, all this talk about, you know, our, our spirits waking up. Well, you know, the, the, that's not a, a godly, you know, way to be is to, to be like you know vengeful and, and want to like get even with people and stuff yeah right right um yeah so so one, one thing i'd ask too is you know so yeah 80 percent of the people that responded said they've, they've dealt with loss you know of, of friends or this or that you know 20 percent of the people were saying well no they hadn't lost anybody because of you know either they when they're around certain people they avoid those topics you know they kind of make sure that those things don't don't break them apart you know by whatever means they can or they agree to disagree so, like, like, what would you say to people that, you know, um, is it, 
if like if somebody chose to not talk about that stuff with people they knew that that disagreed with, do you do you think that's the wrong approach? Do you think it's always appropriate to speak the truth in every situation, or do you think there's times when you need to show a little bit of restraint? Well, for me personally, I, I can't help myself. Do I speak the truth wherever I'm at? I don't. I don't care. Even if it were to cost me like my job or something, I would still probably do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know that a lot of people are in that position where they got these liberal managers or you know owners of the companies. They got to kind of like toe the line. And I get it. I can't really like get mad at them for you know wanting to provide for their family instead of sticking up for their, their moral conscience or whatever. Uh, I'm lucky, man. Like I work for a couple of Trump supporters, the, the owner and the CEO are Trump supporters. So nice. you ain't gonna cancel me, you know. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, and, and that's that one guy tried. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I went to I went to school with this dude. He's black, right? And I posted something on my Instagram one day about how the the first um, slave owner in America was a black guy. <laughs> and I posted on my, on my feed and I sent it to him in the stories. And I asked, "Have you ever heard of this?" And so right back, he's like, "I'm gonna fact check the shit out of you right now." And like 15 minutes go by, and he's like, "Did your boss know you're posting stuff like this? Did you know about your meme page?" <laughs> I'm just like, you're like, oh, are you serious? Like, what, you think you're going gonna to dox me to my boss? Like, my boss went to the freaking, uh, the company party last year for Christmas, one of my FTD didn't kill himself Christmas sweaters on. Nice. He's got a Trump 2020 hat, but, you know, I'm a little bit slay case in his office. I think I'll be all right. Right, right. Well, yeah. That- <laughs> it's just people are weird, man. They just think like, like, oh, I hate Trump. My, you know, my people over here hate Trump, so the whole world must be like us. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so... So kind of my, my experience of work, you know, like like you mentioned about people having you know, a liberal boss or whatnot, like like the city I the city I work in is very kind of, you know, ur- urban area, I guess I would say, you know, so it, it's kind of the area is slightly lean Democrat. And, you know, I, I kind of got the lean from a few people I work with that. That's kind of how they lean. And, you know, I, I'm a manager where I work, too. Right. So then it's like there's a few people that report to me. It's like you, you need I need people to respect me. Right. I, I can't. um I can't have someone, you know, just not doing what they need to do just because they don't believe with, with, with what I believe. Right. You know, so, so I've kept some of that stuff at bay, but, but that's kind of the reason why I wanted to start doing this podcast and kind of getting more out there in social media talking about it, because I do think it's important to talk about, um, just chose to kind of do it in a different way, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of why I'm doing it too. You know, like I've, I've, I've been like, you know, talking to people in public or online or whatever for about a year now. Since I got on board with the whole Trump thing, um, but I, I never saw it going like the podcast route or any of that. Honestly, I just thought I was going to have a meme page with a bunch of big mics and stuff on, you know, on the FC memes <laughs> on it. And one thing just kind of led to another. Now, I, you know, my my FC shop's done fairly well. Janet invited me on her podcast, and then now I got my own started. So I mean, you know, cool. I, I didn't think it was going to happen like that, but whatever, man. That's where God sends me. That's what I was going to do. Right. You know, I don't know what kind of changes my me putting my message out there is going to create. I don't. I don't need to see it. Whatever, man. Like that. I'm going to do my part and speak the truth. Right, right. And that's one thing that really grabbed me from from one of your previous episodes. I think I think you said something to the effect of, you know, it's almost better for you not to see the impact of it because then you know your your head gets all big. You're like, oh crap, well, you know, this was all me. So I really appreciate you know that that approach. I think that's I think that's the right way to be. And I think even with stuff going on in the country with a lot of this Q stuff. There could be all kinds of undercover, underground stuff going on now that we may never know about. But it's it's all about just really having faith in the mission and the faith in, you know, in the in the faith in what you believe in, um, to keep going forward on this. Yeah, you know, um the the thing with Q, I I barely heard about my my brother in law told me about Pizzagate and I looked it up and I just right away just brushed off like this is insane. And then the whole Eskin thing happened when I started really looking at it, dude, like it just it, it it just clicked like in an instant, man. It's not a temple. I don't report to my other 
countries that they're finding like you know bones and skulls in the ocean now like at the end of a drain pipe i was just like oh dude they're sacrificing kids right <sighs> yeah it's it's it, it's it's absolutely crazy you know i've 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 tried I've talked about some of this stuff you know with my friends it, it's kind of like a it, this is like slow burn kind of stuff right like we know we know really deep about what what stuff is going on but I've really been trying to lead some of my friends and family along you know little by little because you know you just come right out and say oh Hillary Clinton did blah 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 to a kid and you're just going to get met with you know interference right away they're not going to be able to. To, to think of that well maybe may, i mean maybe some people do i think so i think a lot of people do realize how freaking evil she is but you know some people you bring that up and it's just like whoa whoa, whoa hold on a second you're a freaking crazy person you know so yeah you know that it's actually like that one of my parents back you know i grew up uh, my house is a republican my, both my parents were bipolar democrat voters you know my sister uh, i never voted until the, the primary this year i voted for trump um, just like I never got on board with the Democrats just through the whole abortion thing alone. I was like, no, you people are scumbags. Like, there's a lot about your character. I'm not going to support that. Um, but um, right. to them, though, dude, like, like they have a lot of emotional investment with these, with these politicians. And I don't get it personally. Like, I, I always saw them like they're just on a whole nother, like level out there in D.C. They're doing whatever they're doing. They don't care about us. They got way too much money. And I, just, I never, like, had any kind of attachment to these people. But for them, it's like, you know, they, they felt so good about electing the Obama because he's the first black guy, whatever. They got their hopes that they were going to get a woman in there, and that's all they see is just like you know, oh, she didn't, they didn't want to elect a woman because she's because she's a woman. That's why they voted for Trump. We're, we're sexist. Right, right, right. They they set up these like you know, like like you know the Bible stuff. They set up like this golden calf, right? Like Obama is this is this wonderful wonderful black person. If you don't vote for him, you're a racist. Hillary is this wonderful woman. If you don't vote for her, then you're a sexist. Um, you know, it, it, even even like when you talk about other stuff, you know, like like that one girl, Greta, who talks about all the climate change stuff, you know, she's like some some like 12 year old girl. So you can't talk anything bad about her or like you're 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 a bad person about, you know, children and whatnot. So they, they set up these people where you can't even um, discuss anything negative about them or or you or, or, or you're labeled something. Yeah, I was actually I was talking about that to one of my friends the other day. Uh, you liberal. And I was explaining to him the thing with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. I was like, dude, look at the people that they're funding, right? It's the same group of people. And just look at the strategy and those names. You know, if, I mean, now everybody sees what Antifa's up to, but maybe like, you know, a year ago, if you say something bad about Antifa, they're like, what, are you like not anti-fascist or something? What, are you a Nazi? Right. Same thing Black Lives Matter. It's like, you criticize the organizations, like, what are you, what are you trying to say black people don't matter? Are you racist to black people? Right. 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 Little do, little do they know that it's 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 billionaire white people funding that, you know, they're, they're the ones, they're the one reaping all the benefits of it. It's not about the black community at all. It's just a, it's a, it's a money laundering scam to put the money in Biden's pocket and Bernie Sanders pocket. You know, it's, it's, it's a psyop to, you know, just, just degrade the culture of, of the U S you know, through various riots and all this stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, whatever they say it is, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, and I started uh, I started speaking out about that stuff right off the bat, right after George Floyd, you know, that video surfaced or whatever. Like right away, I started speaking on it, on how that, that organization is bullshit, and they're they're going to be using black people as a fall guy. I started you know, talking to some of my friends that are getting like offended by my post. I was just telling like, dude, I'm only telling you because I fucking love you, dude. Like I don't want to see you out there like looting or doing no stupid shit, getting your, your getting your head shot off by by the cops for you know for rioting. When it's all just like it's all just a stage show, man. It's like a total setup, and I just don't want to see you guys falling for it. Right. And a couple of people blocked me, 
But, you know, whatever, man. I, I'm not going to sit there and pretend like I don't see what's going on and I'm going to speak on it. So. Right. Yeah. It's, I, it's, so, it's just so weird, though, man. It's like I, I'm not criticizing black people when I say that the people pulling the strings are using black people. Please don't fall into that trap. But right, right away, it's like, oh, you're, just, you're racist. You don't care if this guy got killed by the cops. And after, like, three days, I honestly did get to the point where I really didn't care they got caught, like, killed by the cops. So I'm just right here, like, dude, he's on heroin and meth. I mean, he's on uh, heroin and, or what is it, fentanyl. Fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl yeah. Running mm-hmm. around the hood with counterfeit bills, like, dude, you're going to get yourself in a wreck. Yeah, you are. It's right. to be expected. Right. Right. Yeah, and um, I, I heard another good point, too. I don't know if you had seen this, but um, some of the BLM members started trying to go into the suburbs and telling telling all these people, oh, you, you need to leave your houses. You need to leave your houses. And um, some, someone on Twitter, uh, his name is Charlie Robinson. He has his podcast called uh, Macroaggressions. I mean, he's not really a Trump supporter. He, he really just kind of thinks the government's kind of corrupt in general. But he made this good point. He's like, you know, BLM is trying to force all these white people out of their homes. You know, what's going to happen is the people that are going to benefit from that is like the billionaire bankers that own all the mortgages on those houses and whatnot that can kind of, you know, you know, turn around and, and sell them for more money. So it's like you're really not you're really not helping anybody. You're not helping the black people. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all those clips, man. That's, just, that's so freaking disgusting. Dude, like, well, what goes on in people's heads where they think that's acceptable behavior? You know, I mean, it's just like, ugh. Right, right. It's yeah. It's it's like you, you look at these, and, and all these Antifa members are like, you know, early twenties, like white guys and, and white chicks, right? Like, and and like, there's just so many funny pictures. I'm sure you've seen them of, of like, you know, the big black cop that the white Antifa girl is is harassing, talking about how he doesn't care about black lives, like the, just the. <laughs> Just the image of that is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I kind of uh, experienced that image in the flesh, dude. So we went to a Gavin Newsom rally out there, and as we're like walking to the car, I see this little white girl with braids in her hair, like almost like cornrows. She's got Black Lives Matter shirt, and she's all up in some late, like old lady's face, just like barking at her. And I just walked up real calm and I was like, "Hey, excuse me, is white privilege a real thing?" She said, "Yes." I was like. White privilege is real. So, yeah, so, so it's the privilege to have your skin color and not mine. So, yes, that's like, you're a fucking racist. And I just walked away from her. As, as we're walking away, I just turned going, I'm fucking racist. Oh, my God. What do you think, man? And I was just right there. I was telling my boy on the way to the car, like, bro, a white girl calling me a Nazi. Like, that's twenty man. Like, what the hell is going on? What timeline is this? Dude, it's so weird. Right. It, 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 everything is just so – everything is just so backwards right now. You know, hopefully – and, and I don't know. I think even if Trump gets elected, I think there's still going to be some crazy stuff happening this year. But, you know, I think that'll that'll be the I- ideal outcome. Hey, I, I want to ask you one thing. Um, you know, so so one person had commented saying that, you know, they they had family members that were kind of on both ends of the spectrum and, you know, they were able to kind of keep an even keel with them. But then you know, the, the comment was made that and I kind of want to get your take on what you thought about this. Like if you if you lose people in your life due to you know, political discussions or this and that. Um, I, I think the, the supposition this guy made was that, well, in, in that situation, no one really wins. Do, do you do you agree with that? Do you not agree with that? I, I don't agree with that because if somebody is willing, like friends, you know, I, I wouldn't like to lose family members over this anymore. Honestly, like it, it bugs you because I don't talk like this, but it is what it is. You know, I, I, it's not on my name anymore. It's like when people contact me. But as far as friends go, if somebody's willing to walk out of your life because you don't agree with them politically, fuck them, dude. You don't need them in your life anyways, honestly. That's a bad friend right there. That's just, you're, you're, you're dodging a bullet. Right. Right. And that makes, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I can kind of, I can kind of, I can kind of see it, see it both ways, but I, I see what you mean that if, if somebody's willing to, 
and, and like honestly, like I, I sometimes I step back and think about all this politics stuff, like and, and maybe not this year because I think there's a lot at stake. But like in prior elections and stuff, like did any president really affect any of our lives, you know, personally? You know what I mean? Like any any election, anybody that was elected or not elected, did any of that really affect our lives materially in, in, in every single walk of our lives? And I would say in some cases, no. So so to our so to have the discussions about that and to lose people because of that that's kind of off. But but honestly, this year, I, I've kind of changed my belief on that. I think um, this year is probably worth, you know, having those conversations, you know, because you need to speak your truth. I, I think there's really a lot at stake as far as the, you know, just the integrity of America uh, of what happens in this election. So I've kind of changed my tone on that a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it really is the sink or swim right now, man. Like, our, our soul of our country is at stake, and we go down, the world goes down. So, like, like yeah, we're, this is a high stakes game right now, man. Like, it's no joke, dude, but. Right. That's, that's why I'm like, I'm all in right now, man. Like, you know, I got those um those flyers I've been passing out about the children. I wrote a letter, a pretty long letter, and I printed out a bunch of copies of those. And after my, when I got to work on the days where I don't go to the jiu-jitsu after, I just pull over in these random neighborhoods in Pomona and just start chopping up with like total strangers on the street. I leave my MAGA hat in the car when I go through that part of Pomona. But um, right. I just yeah, I start talking to people. And it, it's so weird, man, because you know, if I catch them and I, I'm able to engage them in conversation, like we get along cool, and by the time they realize I'm a Trump supporter, there's, there's like a, you know, the rapport is already there. Right. Right. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's so weird, like how, like, how manufactured the, the division is, man. Like, I've been talking to these random black people in Pomona. It's like, dude, I'm talking like, you know what? I don't hate you because you're black. White people don't hate, hate you because you're black. Just like you probably don't hate them because they're white. It's, it's all a bunch of crap. They want us to fight each other so that we don't, you know, look to the, the puppet masters and stuff. And I've had them tell me like, yeah, we know. We, we see right through it, but we just know if it comes down to it and there's a civil war or something or, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a, like battles. We're going to have to protect our own too. Right. Right. But... I think it's a good uh, it's a good sign though that just you know from what I'm seeing that people are, are seeing right through it. Right. Yeah, that is good. That is good. Um, yeah. So so quick quick sidebar from from this real quick. So I I talk a lot of um I talk a lot of Star Wars stuff on this pod just because I like um I, I like having kind of some something that kind of can parallel things that are going on in the world and kind of use it as kind of a comparison. You know, what I mean, no different than you know, talking about Bible stories and kind of how it can compare to people's lives. So I was going to talk real quick about like a little Star Wars tie-in I have with this. But um, first I want to ask you, are, are you into Star Wars at all? Is that, has that been a thing of, that you've been into? I saw the first three, the, the original three. Then I saw the, the new three as they came out. I, I had all of them on DVD. But after those ones, like um, when they started getting all like Rogue One and all stuff, I stopped watching it. I, now I don't, I don't watch any of that stuff. Now I don't watch Disney at all. Period. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, I've never nerded out on Star Wars, but I kind of I'm familiar with it, you know. Yeah, I I, I I like the movies; they're enjoyable, but it's, it's a lot of uh, a lot of character and a lot to keep track of. Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And and I will say, you know, when after Disney bought it, you know, there's been a lot more kind of you know cultural social stuff they've been pushing into the movies, so it kind of it kind of turned me off a little bit. But um, you know, like I would say, um, a, a good tie-in about you know, you know, having these difficulties with people and whatnot is when um. I, I, let me know if you remember this one or not, but, um, you know, before, before he turned into Darth Vader, you know, Anakin fought against Obi-Wan, um, you know, his former master and, you know, they both were like, well, the Jedi are evil. He's like, well, no, the emperor is evil. And they were just going back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, that was just kind of a crazy battle that ended with 
Anakin getting like his arms and legs chopped off. And then he had to move into this suit of Darth Vader to, uh, you know, to survive going forward. Um, so I always I always thought of that as kind of an interesting parallel tie in, because in, in that instance, it really was a political affiliation. Right. Um, D- Darth Vader was saying, well, no, this this emperor guy, he's 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 what he's what we need. He's what we need for the universe. And well, sure enough, we know he becomes an evil dictator like Hitler, you know, and, you know, his in his his you know, mentor is trying to trying to help him. But, you know, in some cases, there's really no turning back and you have to just face it head on. And regardless of, you know, what it causes, you know, you have to fight for for what you believe in. So that's kind of the, the quick tie in I had with with a Star Wars. Um, right on. Um, so so real quick, I have another minute or two here. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you've been doing with the, with the Save the Children stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, we went out there to, to Hollywood a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I didn't expect that many people would be out there, man. Like I just saw a post on um, on Instagram that looked like a screenshot from Facebook. I started blasting it all over social media. I saw you know the Simple Hatcast posted it, and we got out there, and it was just a ridiculous turnout. Dude. There were thousands of people out there. Wow. Um, yeah, like the the signs. Like I'm sure we look completely batshit insane to people who don't know what's up because you got signs about Pizza Gate, Hillary Clinton, babies, Adrenochrome, all that stuff. Like just straight like QAnon signs. But we we went over there. Um, we went inside the CNN building. We're we're banging on the door, and then uh, these two girls went around the other way, and, they, and she opened the door, and we went to the lobby. Um, we're right there. The homeboy had the, the megaphone. He's going, Don Lemon, we know you're a pedophile. Anderson <laughs> Cooper, we know you're a pedophile. <laughs> Anderson Cooper, we know you're a Vanderbilt. And I'm right there. I don't know, man. I, I might have slipped up a little bit. It might have been a bad idea because my face is all over the cameras and stuff. But I'm right there like, fuck the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, was, I was standing next to this, this dude showed up dressed as a freaking barbarian, man. He had a, he had a spear with a little sign attached to it that said uh, Q sent me. He had like his face painted. It was, it was crazy. Wow. Time, but somehow I ended up right next to this dude inside of the CNN lobby. And we were just in there just running the mug, dude. It was, it was a good feeling because, like, man, I, I, we needed to direct our frustrations out somewhere because these marches should happen a long time ago, you know? Right, right. Now now there's, uh, anoth- there's another one coming up next weekend too, right? I was just getting to that. Yeah, so there's actually 100 of them coming up next weekend. Oh, wow. There are over 100. Yeah, so uh, after we, we got back from uh, from Hollywood, the last one, I posted a ton of videos, a ton of pictures. Um I, I, from what I understand, some of the videos went viral. Uh, I got a, a message from a Japanese news company that wanted to get permission to use my footage out there on their station. Um, then, uh, like, it just started blowing up, and it was the hashtag Save the Children. And uh, Facebook went ahead and they blocked the hashtag for a little bit. So as soon as they did that, I got to work, man. I started making flyers. I passed out, I printed them out, and I've been doing it because I figured, like, you know, I'm, you know, the hashtag's back up now, but now people are using Save Our Children instead of Save The Children. Right. So they're trying to muddy up the game. But I figure, you know, when we're online, we're kind of, like, stuck in those echo chambers sometimes. Like, somebody really wants to just avoid, you know, conspiracy theorists and stuff online. All I got to do is block them and mute them. Right. But um, it's a little harder to do when you got, you know, your neighbor walking up to a smile and say, like, hey, I was hoping you could take a chance to read this letter that I wrote to all my neighbors. It's important. Please read it. You know, it means a lot to me. It starts conversations and stuff, you know? Right, right. So, so yeah. So you're doing. So there's a big one out, out by you, right? You guys are doing. You guys are doing a march. Yeah, so we're going back to Hollywood again on uh, 22nd. I think it's a Saturday. Okay. Uh, 10 a.m. We'll be out there. Um, but they popped up all over the all over the country and uh, like all over the world and a couple other countries. But I thought, and it's all going to be at the the same time on the same date. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? I'm looking at your I'm looking at the Twitter right now. Yeah, I see you have that that posted up as your as your pinned tweet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share that around, tell everybody to go check that out. You know, if you're around any of those areas, you know, feel free to go to go check that out and then you'll support the support the movement. I think it's very important and really, you know, it it encompasses it encompasses every every race, every every gender, right? I mean, because this isn't this isn't support save save white children, it's not to support black children, it's support all you know, save all children. You know, I, yeah, I I think that's I think that's an important thing that you know everybody should be able to get behind, but unfortunately, you know, people are trying to make it a partisan issue, which is complete complete ridiculous. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like honestly, I I would love to have more you know center or center left or left people out there with us. Like it shouldn't just be a bunch of conservatives taking up this cause. It should be everybody. Right. Right, yeah, it, it, even like you know things like that, that hydroxychloroquine stuff. That you know that's that's supposedly saving people's lives, but it's become a partisan issue now, and people won't people won't promote it just because Trump promoted it. You know, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's disgusting. So in both cases, you know, you know, ch- children could be dying because not enough people are spreading the word about it. People are dying because of hydroxychloroquine because people aren't aren't willing to talk about it because because Trump supports it. You know, it's so it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you know. No. I, I kind of I remember reading a little bit of this letter, uh, just a little section of it. I've been passing out. Yeah. But, um, so uh, at the last rally, I saw BLM and MAGA marching side by side. Crimes against children by the elite ruling class is the one issue that has the power to unite us all. The media will never cover this. They want us divided. They want us to believe that we hate each other. If we fight amongst ourselves, we'll never see who the true enemy is. To all the Me Too feminists, roughly 70% of trafficking victims are female. And to those of you who are shouting Black Lives Matter, Black lives of Haitian children who are kidnapped, sold into sex trafficking, and used for organ harvesting definitely do matter. That's how it closes out. And I've been handing that out to people, and um, you know, some have been like reading, like kind of skimming through it. And that's that's kind of like my whole uh, my whole spiel when I talk to them, man. Like I just tell them, like you know, I don't I don't care where you're at politically. This, this is bigger than politics. Like we should all be out there against this. We can't be in a society where our government officials are a bunch of pedophiles that are torturing kids, chopping off them in the ocean and stuff like that. Right, and um, I, I think there's a lot of truth to it, though, man. When the when the truth comes out about '80s, like the Democrats are gonna lose the black vote forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was uh, I was at the mall. I was at the mall the other day in the parking lot. I was talking to these two black ladies that were in their car, and uh, they were willing to hear me out. And as soon as I started like talking to them about everything that happened in Haiti, like they just like had this disgusted look on their face. Like they're just like, I can't believe people would do that. It's like, oh, like and I'm sure if they go home and they get, get on the internet after that, like they ain't voting Democrat. Right. Right. You know what? And, and it's kind of funny. Like if you if you frame a conversation a certain way, you may be able to get a reaction out of them. And then if you flip the script on them, you can you can uh, you can really mess with them. Like if you would have said, you know, um, the, the the Trump, the Trump nonprofit organization was down in Haiti doing all this stuff with the kids. But a lot of people would be like, oh, my God, of course. Then, then you say, like, well, well hold on a second. I, that's wrong. I actually meant the Clinton Foundation. And then see, the you know, what I mean, then see the look on their face. See, see what you know, how, how they. How, the, how that changes. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen they do that on, like, college campuses. We'll go uh, hit them with an Obama quote, Thomas Trump. Like, oh, he's so racist. That was actually Obama, and then they start defending it. Right, right. Or even, like, you know, Hillary used, <laughs> Hillary used to talk about, you know, the like the wall between U.S. and Mexico all these years ago. Like, if you would say that quote instead of it was Trump, people think, see, see the same thing, but then you realize it's Hillary, and they're like, oh, 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 oh my God, well, 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 and they'll make up some excuse, but, you know. Yeah. You'll have that. Well, hey, Gabriel, thank you so much for um, – for chatting with me tonight, um, can you drop your your um, where, where everybody else, where everybody can find you again? Um, Mega Country Incorporated, Mega Country Inc. I'm on uh, 
Twitter or Instagram and uh, Parlor. Uh, I also got a backup Instagram on a um, for the podcast is Maga Country uh, Maga Country Pod. And you know, I just start my podcast that you pull it up on uh, Spotify or podcast app, whatever. It's uh, Maga Country Incorporated. Um, got about three episodes up right now. I got, but I got a couple of guests lined up for future ones. Um, but I'm liking where it's going. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I I just listened to the finished listening to the third episode earlier today, dude. Great, great stuff, you guys. Uh, so far, you guys are you guys are really crushing it, and and just really, I really just appreciate how you guys are just kind of speaking your mind and just kind of letting it all out there. You know, I think that's important. Thank you, man. I mean, it actually means a lot, dude. It, it was weird, man. Like, um, I think it was after like episode two or something. I saw a tweet that you posted. Uh, you know, someone's asking for podcasts. I'm seeing like my. My, my podcast getting mentioned in the same thread is like Aubrey Huff, and I was like, dude, just listen to my work, man. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, keep up the great work, and, and I just want to say, you know, thank you for uh, everything you've been doing with the with the Save the Children campaign, and you'll keep up the great work there. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Pray for us, Mac. It's going to heat up, but. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it has to be done. You got it. All right, man. All right, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you later. Later on, bro. All right, bye.